Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Welcome to Bet the Edge. It's Thursday, January 5th. Thank you, everyone, watching live on our NBC Sports YouTube channel. Today, we split the show right down the middle. Hoops action, both college and NBA, plus we're covering the national title game between TCU and Georgia in college football. And it wouldn't be a Thursday, Drew, with me if we didn't talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what it is. All that and more coming up on Bet the Edge. Drew, how are we doing this beautiful Thursday morning? Oh, we're doing well. Uh, excited to connect with you on a little college basketball it's that time of season we're you know ramping down in the nfl and uh have to be able to you know hit march madness as is customary so uh very excited to hear some of your takes here and uh you know it just in general uh, get get caught up uh, on what's going on in the world of college hoops yeah there's been a lot going on obviously conference season has started in college basketball so we're starting to see who's really who uh when it comes to the college basketball landscape and it's been some really good games. If you saw, you know, we're a big Baylor Bears supporter here. TCU came back and got them the other night. There's been a couple mm-hmm. of good teams that we followed here, like Marquette throughout the season uh, that will be worth talking about. But today we're not going to be talking about any of those teams, Drew, because we're talking about some futures, baby. Let's <laughs> talk about who can win it all, who can make the final four. Okay. Uh, Cause you know, right now is really the time to start getting in on some of these teams. So before I tell you my favorite team and the only team that I actually have bet, uh, is there anyone in your opinion that you've been looking at or any of your sharp friends have played so far? Well, I have to ask you a specific question. So, yes. again, I'm someone who studied a little preseason. You know, as a casual player in any sport, baseball, you know, college basketball, college football, I'll still look at the market to see if there's any prices that are like, oh, I should grab that. That's bad. Right. And so I did do a little homework before the season started and, you know, saw some some advanced rankings and saw you know some projections and i'm looking now what happened <laughs> this the entire like top of the uh, top you know top of the board here has been completely shuffled uh some of these teams that were expected to be just you know true standouts are have been no shows apparently uh, at least in terms of win loss in terms of uh putting up you know solid statistical profiles um if this feels like a little bit of a chaotic season uh i mean you can set aside some result you know some singular results like uh you know duke getting uh you know their their lunch handed to them last night by north carolina state but like just in general like gonzaga hasn't really impressed uh and you know some of these teams that are really popping at the top houston uh connecticut uh, St. Mary's, uh, you know, I really didn't see uh, any of that coming. Uh, so I, I feel like in general, this is somewhat of a, a chaotic season, which means now is the time we need to decide 
do we buy in on teams that had a strong prior before the season started, expecting they ultimately get there? Or do we need to reset entirely and take the data we've got from the game's play to this point and use that as a, a as our marker going forward? Which camp do you fall in? Yeah, I think we're resetting. I don't think okay. we're going to be looking at the preseason odds too much here. And you see a team like UConn, everyone's super high on them. I live in Connecticut, so unfortunately I can't bet on any UConn futures uh, unless I get out of the state. But you know, there's at this point last time we had plenty of undefeated teams. This week we just lost our two undefeated teams, which was Purdue. They lost to Rutgers once again, and then they're actually underdogs tonight against Ohio State. And mm-hmm. then we had uh, New Mexico, uh, New Mexico, New Mexico State, which everyone was lost the other night as well. So this is really a more wide open year, in my opinion, in college basketball. Teams like North Carolina and Duke, I want no part of. Baylor, I want no part of. I don't think these teams are going to be quite the same teams, but. Drew, we talked about like defensive teams that we loved last year with veteran leadership, defensive unit teams that can mm-hmm. make free throws. Mm-hmm. I mean, Houston's still in that camp. I'd probably say UCLA still there. I don't really think Tennessee's a team worth buying into the future, but that's a team that kind of falls into that mold. Uh, the one team, though, that I did bet on and I think is worth a bet is the Arizona Wildcats. Ooh. Now, we were pretty high on them last year, but we said, you know, they're young. That's the problem. They were starting all freshmen. Um, very talented team. You look at what they're doing this year, Drew. Number one, adjusted efficiency on offense. Mm-hmm. Number one in two-point percentage, hitting 62% of two-pointers. Um, second in effective field goal, top 15 in tempo, one of the tallest teams in the country, and shooting threes at a 36%. But I look at who they've played so far, and they make me have the courage to go out and bet them at 14-1 and one to win it all and 4-1 to one to make the Final Four because they've already played seven top 100 teams. They're 6-1 and one in those games. They beat Tennessee. They beat Creighton, San Diego State, Indiana, Arizona State, and Cincy. Lone loss was to Utah on the road. They actually never led in that game, but that was the only time it happened all season long that they haven't had a lead at least one time. So I like Arizona a lot. They're, they got another year to get a little older, another year in the same system. A lot of guys that are very talented and offensively, they might be the best team in all of college basketball. So I like Arizona. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about this from two different aspects because I agree with you on one hand, and I have a, a buyer beware for you on the other. <laughs> so okay. I agree with you on one hand as I look at the big the, the Pac-12 and I look at their statistical profile. This team is going to win the Pac-12, I think. Uh, and at that point, considering how weak sort of the you know the brand name schools at the top of the board are, Arizona is probably getting a one seed. They're probably getting a one seed in the West. In fact, they're probably going to have a relatively soft region, would be my guess. Um, that sets up well for your futures price that you like now, 14 to 1, to get much shorter, right? So yeah. it just in terms of let's capture some equity, uh, I think you're on to something good. Do they actually have a chance to win the tournament is a different question, though, because yeah. they have a flashing red light in the category where I steer, you know, buyer beware for me, and that that is they do not force turnovers at all and why that matters if you're new to college basketball and march madness in general the nature of the one and done uh in college basketball when we get to tourney time means if you're up against uh you know a surprise team that's playing hot they're making their threes in the first half they're putting you under a little bit of scoreboard pressure the way you get back into that game is you force turnovers like you need to have that in your back pocket if you are going to avoid the upset and arizona does not right now they are three hundred and 
18th in the nation in turnover defense in terms of being able to get extra possessions in games if they need to. Uh, and so just having that sort of one category has been a little bit of a bellwether for you are uh, p- prone to an upset in March, you know, in tournament time if you're up against a team that happens to be hot. So I would just warn you there, the other teams that qualify that are kind of in the mix here as kind of flashing red light about the turnover situation, Alabama, Purdue, Ohio State, uh, and Creighton. Uh, so I think those five teams, you know, spook, spook me a bit. Um, but uh, that all that said, is 14 to one going to get a lot shorter? As Arizona clinches a one seed and probably maybe even the may, they may even get first overall. I'm, I'm just looking at their schedule. This Arizona like team it. probably re- realistically likely to get the one overall. Uh, if that happens, then uh, you know your 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 bet in pocket is going to have a lot of equity. I think you just need to then kind of play a little defense at that point. So uh, good shout, uh, and I'll I'll ride with you on that just because I do think it's it's a it's a good bet. Um, but uh, we we and hey. There's a lot of games left. They could improve. <laughs> like if they work on that, that particular aspect and uh, they get themselves out of the uh, uh, you know Division One basement in that category, then I may have a different opinion come March. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100. That, that's the one thing that scares me. And uh, we got Nicholas, aka another Jewish Sharp, commenting live. So I like Alabama and Arizona. Alabama, very interesting team, man. Like I don't think I can trust them fully. I can't trust them on a nightly basis. So I'm not trusting them with my long term money. I do want to ask you, though, Drew, because there's three teams that you talked You talked about the defensive turnover percentage. Three teams that are all on our list of teams in the top 15 to make the national title game, Tennessee, Houston, and UCLA. Those three teams all rank top 15 to top 20 and forcing turnovers. UCLA, mm-hmm. obviously, the Pac-12 uh, competitor with Arizona, the only, only team I feel like they can compete with them. But we were very high on the Houston Cougars last year. Um, is that a team you're looking at, 7-1? to one? I mean, their odds yeah. are already the shortest. So I'd say you'd pass on that. Am I correct? Yeah. And it's a different reason and it's a lot softer than the turnover reason. Um, Houston isn't an upset prone team by their, you know, by their statistical profile, but they are. Yeah, they are. uh, What happens when they go up against elite competition? Kind of a red flag. And part of the reason is. They play very slowly. This is a very, very, very slow team. Uh, And if it suits what they want to do, because that helps them get into their offensive sets and that's keeping them kind of in this elite, you know, rare air in terms of offensive efficiency, then so be it. Um, But what that does in terms of reducing possessions is it makes uh, you know, some of the elite teams who have excellent three-point shooting, if variance is in their favor on any given night, then you are in deep trouble. And so it's you, you, you when you when you have this few possessions per game, your margin of error on any given night is just that much thinner. Uh, and so Houston, to me, looks like the ty- ty- type of team you can feel pretty solid about putting in your final four when you're doing your bracket. Um, but once they run up against an elite, uh, an elite program, particularly an elite program that has, um, you know, outstanding three point shooting, uh, you know, then you're in trouble like. 
if you were to tell me you can only take one between Houston and UCLA at price right now, I'm taking UCLA in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. And you know, UCLA yeah. can can hit the three. They play a little faster. You mentioned it. They are they're good at creating turnovers, so they're going to be able to uh, avoid an upset. Um, I don't think you know. I I think they don't they don't match up well against Arizona, uh, particularly because of the size, as you mentioned. So they're probably not going to win the Pac-12, which means we may get a better price when we get to March on them. So I'm going to sit on my hat with UCLA. Yeah, I love my tallest team statistics, and Houston, not very tall. <laughs> 227th in the country with total height. But uh, the one team that they did run into this year that ranks top 25 in adjusted offensive pace or average possession length was Alabama, as we just mentioned. And guess what? That's Houston's only loss on the season to the Crimson Tide. So I think you're right, Drew. You just got to find a team that can speed up Houston, and they're beatable. But if you play a team, you know, Houston and Virginia plays – you know, hold your nose. That's a team. That's a game that Houston's going to oh, win because yeah. the pace. Right. Uh, so I think that's how we break it down. Let's get on to the next thing. But just in case you guys, oh, oh wait, 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 Drew, 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 Drew. I told you guys that I told you I was going to have a little buzzer beater pick. Oh, a little yeah. extra throw in tonight. Who's this year's St. Peter's? Here we go. The Who's Saint this Peter's. year's St. Peter's? Well, no, 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 no. We're not going to say it on a future. It's going to be a, a bet today oh, for the oh. people watching and listening. Oh. All right. So don't bet this team in the futures market. It's a waste of money. Give this the century. <laughs> All right. Vermont is taking on Bryant today. All right. Okay. I like this game because Vermont needs a home win pretty bad. Not only that, but today, if John Becker, the head coach, wins, he will be the most winningest coach in program history at Vermont over Whoa. Tom Brennan. And guess what? Tom Brennan at age 73, he's going to be in the house. He said he wants to see the Catamounts get that win and break the record. So they're hosting Bryant tonight. Vermont desperately needs a home win. So. Uh, that's my college basketball bet. That's a fun one. Uh, any, you know, we're in the dog days of the college basketball season. So if you can find any way to get your club motivated for, uh, you know, for a, a one of in the middle, you know, a Wednesday in the middle of January, you know, start you know, beginning of January here. Uh, that's a fun one. So let's go Vermont. The Catamounts. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good, good matchup for them, too. I'm, I'm with you on this. Two teams that also won their conference last year made the March Madness tournament meeting up tonight. So if you're not doing anything on a Thursday night because there's no NFL, hey, Vermont and Bryant plays basketball. All right, everyone. Just a reminder, if you don't have NBC Sports Victor app, go download it now. The contests are free, easy to play. And if you have shots to win thousands of dollars, predicting what's going to happen, NFL and Premier League. And this weekend, $100,000 is up for grabs. Outcome between the Lions and the Packers. Drew's Packers in the Sunday Night <laughs> 7 contest. You know we're taking the Packers in that game. If you guys go to the last question, you take the Packers into win by margin. I got them nine to ten points this one, covering that spread. Jared Goff on the road in Lambeau. Don't want any pieces of it. We're about to cash eight to one, Drew. We're going to do it. All because of you, it. my friend. Let's do it. Another team we're going to try and cash a futures ticket on is the Orlando Magic. Uh, 120 to one. But tonight they take on the Memphis Grizzlies. They are the home team. Both these teams on the second night of a back-to-back. I had the Magic plus one in my pocket yesterday because they, the Thunder screwed me the other day with the Celtics. So I had to make my money back somehow, Drew, and we did that. The Grizzlies trashed the Hornets so bad last night that no one played more than 27 minutes. All right. Memphis has scored 116 or more in four straight games, all wins. Grizzlies are pass, or are we still on that Magic train? We're still on the magic train and I'm, but, but who's, are, are you nervous? Yes, oh, <laughs> I am. I played, so I, I took the points here. This is uh, moved a bit in favor of Memphis. Uh, saw this open in the five and a half, six range. It's out to seven. Um, 
I am closer to the opener here. I think five and a half is fair. And you know why I had confidence to pull the trigger on the magic on this one? It's because I know I'm higher than market on the Grizzlies. I know it. Like if you only gave me one team that I could pick in the Western Conference to have a future on right now, it's Memphis. Like I really do think that they are they've given you the arc of a team that, you know, Bain comes back, JJJ is back. Like this team is going to get to a level where they are clearly among, if not the most talented team in the West, combined with the fact that they got their feet wet in the playoffs last year. They, you know, they, they're going to take the next step in terms of winning, uh, you know, winning a conference championship this year. Like they have all of the same fingerprints of the early Warriors in terms of just how the team is composed uh, and, you know, the age and, and experience and progression, right? So the uh, Grizzlies would be the only team that I would buy into in the Western Conference right now. But the Magic are better than the market thinks by a lot. I know this. Uh, and so I had to take the seven points here. I don't know that ultimately the, um, the Magic are live to get the win. This is not an ideal matchup for them for a lot of reasons uh, in general. Uh, but that said, uh, I think this is going to be a competitive game. I think this is a fun game. People are asking, is this the NBA Finals preview? No, it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> it would be fun if it was. <laughs> the, uh, but the Magic, the magic should, uh, should definitely uh, continue to improve. They are getting healthy. They had a, a little bit of a swoon over the holiday break, which isn't entirely unexpected considering the youth and some of the pieces that they were reintegrating. Um, but uh, for me, strongest play on the board this week, uh, not this week, but uh, tonight is going to be uh, Orlando plus the seven. All right. I wouldn't talk anyone off it. I feel like the Grizzlies are a team that's been quite overvalued. And the last time I was on, we talked about NBA Christmas Day. Uh, you know, Jay was all over the Grizzlies that day. And I told Jay, everybody is going to love the Grizz on Christmas Day because of the yeah. futures. We think they're all going to be that team. You know, I took that Warriors money line proudly <laughs> here. I don't. I think the way that I would approach this game is the Grizzlies team total under because the Magic have so much size, and the Grizzlies obviously played last night as well. The Grizzlies scored 119, 116, 118, and then 131 points last night. So that's their last four games. Their team total was 119 and a half, 120 and a half at some books. Um, that's the way I think I would approach play on the Magic, I guess, or feign the Grizzlies in this spot, but. I'll ride with you here. This one's going to be a no touch because my best bet in the NBA is in the biggest game in the NBA, the Celtics Ooh. and Mavericks. Talk about a guy that also – talk about a team or guy that has screwed me lately. It's been the Celtics <laughs> and Tatum. All right? Yeah. Now, we might be on that Nets train for the futures market, Drew. I'm not going to lie. We'll save that for another day, <laughs> however. But my guy, Jason Tatum, bounce back USA tonight. Under 30 points in three straight games. The Seas have lost two straight games now. This is a primetime televised game. You look at what Tatum's done against Dallas, 37, 32, and 21 in his last three meetings with them. Boston's had four two-game losing streaks now this year, more than we probably thought they would have. And in the three times before those two-game losing streaks, he scored 30, 44, and 23 points. I don't know why the books opened up Jason Tatum's prop at 29.5 points this morning. I scooped that up. I scooped the 30.5 up. It's now at 31.5. I think that he's primed for a huge game. He's been really struggling from three lately. And as much as we think this game should be a slow-paced game, the total's moving up. It's up to 232 now. Uh, the books are expecting points, and I think the same thing's going to happen tonight uh, between Tatum, Doncic, Brown, and these two teams in general. So uh, where are you at in this game? Are you joining me with Tatum, and uh, you have a side with Celtics-Mavs? 
I didn't play this one, but I agree with you that the Celtics, it's Celtics or pass. Um, the Mavericks are not very good. The yeah. market continues to prop this team up like they're a top 10 team. I, I'm not seeing it. Like, yes, you are getting singular standout performances on any given night from Luka Doncic, but um, overall there are just, there are many, many weaknesses with the way that this team roster is comprised and uh, in general, uh, uh Cannot trust them. Can't trust them. Uh, even if it, and and so, you know, even if the Mavericks at some point have a meaningful lead in this game, I'm pro. I, that's where really my angle of attack. I'm going to be watching closely. I'm going to be looking for like a Mavericks up by ten, and then it is bombs away Celtics. Celtics, when they're in these types of games, a lot of times they tend to let the game come to them. So first quarter is a little bit sluggish. First half may be even a little sluggish. Um, so I'm looking for an entry here where the Celtics are down. We're going to get them at a better price than laying the three. Ultimately, I think the Celtics get a win, but I can't really tell you it's going to be in my margin. So, um, you know, Mavericks are a team not to be trusted. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to bet on them <laughs> at all in the month of January, if we're being honest. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see the Celtics find some form. Uh, all of a sudden, the Eastern Conference looks super fun. Uh, the Celtics pick up a couple losses against uh, uh, some surprise teams, and all of a sudden, we're staring at uh, you know a, a very interesting three-way race at the top of the Atlantic between the Nets, uh, Sixers, and Celtics. So, uh, very exciting potential uh, for those of us who are NBA fans. And but I would like to see the Celtics uh, ultimately regain some form uh, because I do have eyes to ultimately, you know, to back them to win the East once we get closer to the playoffs. So um, the reintegration of Robert Williams hasn't been smooth. Not at all. Not not really unexpected considering how much time he missed and just how, you know, how uh, electric they were uh, prior to bringing him back into the fold. Um, I don't think that's a long term issue whatsoever. I think it'll ultimately get figured out. But, um, you know, the, the Celtics had a number of things going for them that were unsustainable in terms of shooting individual performances, individual three point makes. Uh, we're all going to come regressing back to the mean, and it has, and that's mostly what you're seeing, I think, more than anything that would suggest structural issues here. So uh, Celtics are the side, I agree, but I'm going to be looking for live entry. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of comments for me to make on what you said. I'll just say Rob Williams at 25% is better than Blake Griffin at 100%. So the Celtics <laughs> short-term or long-term down low. But the Mavericks' seven-game win streak, which now puts them at 22-16 and 16 on the season. So – you know, before December 21st, this team had a losing record. Uh, and now this team has beat the Timberwolves, the Rockets, the Lakers, the Knicks, the Rockets twice in the Spurs. And that's seven game winning streak. That is not impressive whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, and Luka Doncic's done it all himself. I mean, we don't have to go over his numbers, but you know, he scored 32 or more in six out of seven games. Yep. So if you like Luka props, I wouldn't talk you off it, but it's definitely a Celtic spot. Let's go, Jason Tatum. We got two more games on the slate tonight. Jazz and Rockets, definitely the most entertaining game on the night. No <laughs> there. Uh, this is interesting just because these two teams have been sliding. Uh, Utah's lost five straight games. They're starting a three-game road trip here. Mm -hmm. Utah, one and nine on the money line in their last 10 road games. And you got Houston. Yeah, they lost five straight too. Also not in the last 10. Uh, so I don't even know what to do here. This looks like a Utah or pass spot because they have a slight rest advantage with the Rockets playing yeah. last night. Um, but what do you make of this? Yeah, you said it. The Jazz have the rest advantage. Uh, I don't mind playing them. The Rockets are thin. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, jazz only missing Colin Sexton among players that really kind of contribute for them. So, um, I'm going to lay it with the jazz tonight. Uh, simple as that. Yeah. The Rockets don't scare anybody. Uh, I no. mean, if you're, if you want to play the Rockets, you know, play some Sangoon props, play yeah, some KPJ tonight. That's the way to go about it. But yeah, I think the jazz are going to be in my money line parlays. Uh, I'm not going to lay six and a half with them, but I do think that they could cover this. <laughs> uh, the more appealing game, I think, is before we get into some football talk is Clippers Nuggets. Paul George questionable. Line is certainly going to move depending on his status. Kawhi Leonard's expected to play. He did practice yesterday uh, with Kawhi. They're 11 and five on the year, but they're one and three in the last four with Paul George and Kawhi. They're nine and five on the season, one and three in the last four as well. Yep. Drew, are you getting higher on the Denver Nuggets here, mile high? Or, nah? If you or any of your friends know how to handicap the Clippers, tell me. Because <laughs> uh, I don't understand it. I really don't. Uh, it's it's such an amorphous blob of a team and trying to put the pieces together of player availability and how any given guy is going to play any night and how they're all going to fit together. It's a mystery. Uh, yeah. So I have been skipping Clippers games when I do have an edge. Um, in this game, I do not have an edge. I make this one exactly on market. Um, you know, you're going to learn something about if Denver is any good uh, because they should win this game. But if they somehow, uh, you know, I in the back of my head am questioning whether Denver is good as a team or whether they're just reflecting um, the amazing Nikola Jokic. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll get some information on that tonight, but that's about all I can say. Yeah. I, I only can look at Kawhi Leonard props in this game, to be honest with you. Uh, if, if Paul George is out, I like Kawhi's rebounds. I think he's going to be more aggressive. He's going to have to be more aggressive in this game. Uh, but, you know, if you're looking at the Denver Nuggets, I don't trust that team at all. Uh, yeah. You know, I trust Jokic more if I'm putting my money on somebody. I know Jay's very high on Jokic in the MVP market right now. And that's probably the way I'd be approaching the Denver Nuggets. I don't think they're a team that's going to make any noise um, in March or, you know, in the postseason. Um, you with me or are you against me? I'm with you. All right. Sounds good to me. Out we still nuggets. got football here. We still got, yeah, we don't, we only like nuggets if they're, you know, from uh, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, <laughs> et cetera. So if you guys haven't, go make sure you download the Roto World app, receive breaking player news all season long, stay at the competition, favor your player, favorite players on the rosters and get those injury updates and much more. It's in the app store. All you got to do is scan your phone if you're watching live right now or go to your app store, type in the Roto World app. Nice and easy. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner, too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Talk to an agent today. It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. New customers can sign up now with the code BETTHEEDGE to get five second chance bets up to $500. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager in free bets. So use the promo code BETTHEEDGE and enjoy more live betting markets than ever before. PointsBet, it's your move. New customers only. Must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, or West Virginia. In partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, that is the first bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Cash out is not available on all wagers and may not be equivalent to the initial Initial wager. PointsBet can disable or suspend the cash out feature at any time. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the PointsBet website app for more details. Void where prohibited. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Colorado or Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's 467-369. In New York, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Pennsylvania, call 1-877-770-STOP. That's 1-877-770-6867. In Louisiana. You know, football season's over, but we still got our fantasy football season's over, excuse me, but we still got college football national championship, one game left, and then NFL playoffs. So it's TCU in Georgia. I cannot believe what my eyes witnessed over the past weekend. Uh, New Year's Eve was certainly more exciting with college football on television. Uh, TCU getting a little bit of movement here, down from 13 and a half down to 12 and a half, over under sitting at 63. I mean, I don't know how anyone could play an under after watching any of these games. Uh, Drew, what are you thinking in this game? I mean, have you finally bought into the Horn Frogs? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The it felt like somebody put a freaking curse on the Wolverines, man. Yeah, uh, I, I was watching understand. that. It's like it's everything that could go wrong went wrong, and even then, it still was kind of in the balance late. So I don't know, man. I don't know how text. <laughs> I don't know how TCU got here. Uh, the market. Um, is making Georgia almost two touchdown favorites. So if you want to fade the frogs, you got to pay a supreme premium now. Um, I think Georgia's offense will find success against this uh, TCU defense. Uh, I like that Georgia's kind of fully healthy in the wide receiver room now, and they have you know you, you know you're not really going to be under extreme duress uh, with the TCU pass rush, as far as I can tell you. So Stetson Bennett should be able to put together uh, a pretty solid game here, put up uh, you know a decent uh, amount of points, and then the entirety comes down to does Georgia's defense show up? Um, Georgia's defense was truly tested. With like elite, like pro, like NFL caliber talent last time out. And Ohio State put serious pressure on that unit. The question is does TCU have elite NFL talent on offense that can do the same? And for me, the answer is no. Now, a lot of people disagree. TCU is the hot side. 
everybody that has a professional opinion on this game has taken the points with the horn frogs i will tell you that sincerely um i am not among them uh, i think ultimately this is uh you know georgia gets it done and the spread comes into the balance whether tcu completely gives up the ghost or whether they score garbage time points um i don't think tcu is live to pull off the upset at all um but other people do so this is going to be a fun one in terms of how sort of the market makers end up uh you know driving this one if i had to guess i think there is more tcu money coming i think this probably closes in the 11 and a half range does it matter do you need to run to the window and get tcu plus 12 and a half while you can no again this kind of comes down to end of game you know and and just in general uh what george's defense is doing uh you know once they have a comfortable lead here because you know they they don't really have they they don't really have the horses where they can pin their ears back and just come and just put this game away comfortably. TCU is going to have opportunities to score late. Whether or not they're efficient in the red zone is going to ultimately make the difference here. How do you read this one? Yeah, I, I think that when you look at what TCU has done, you say how do they get here? I'm not sure. I mean, if you just look at the best quarterbacks that they faced this season, you would be not impressed. I mean, Spencer Sanders jumps off as the best name, unless you like JJ McCarthy, who they just played against, but the next best quarterbacks, Blake Shapin of Baylor, uh, Quinn Ewers of Texas, Will Howard, Kansas State. Like those not supreme quarterbacks to be facing, even in a Big 12 conference that doesn't play much defense, as we just saw TCU and Michigan, no defense being played. But I look at a player prop for Georgia, Stetson Bennett, the quarterback. I think he doesn't have a problem moving the ball on TCU. Like I, I mean, I don't think Georgia has a problem moving the ball whatsoever, but you look at Stetson Bennett, his five biggest games this season – You'd say Ohio State, Oregon, Florida, LSU, Tennessee. In those games, he's thrown for 398, 368, 316, 274, 257. All right, his props in at 272 and a half uh, on some books. I like the over there. I think Stetson Bennett, another year under his belt, another year in a college football championship, uh, I think he's just going to get better. Last year he had 313 on Michigan, 224 in the national title against Alabama. Georgia didn't have to throw the ball as much. And like I said, another year more experience. I think Bennett's going to have quite the day. TCU's defense just allowed McCarthy to throw for 343. Um, and I don't think yeah. J.J. McCarthy is as impressive as uh, he made himself out to look previous weeks. And I talked about him the week before. So uh, I don't even want to play the side. I just like the under – or the over, excuse me, under. <laughs> that's a joke. The over in this game <laughs> if I'm playing something. Uh, but I think there's plenty of props here. So um, – any lasting thoughts on this game? Any live betting advice you'd give? Uh, if TCU gets a 20 or 21. If Georgia well, hops out 10 0 early. I, so the main decision that I'm trying to make right now is do I get involved with Georgia full game or do I just play Georgia first half? Mm, um, because yeah. again, I feel like a lot of this comes down to does TCU come through the back door? Um, yeah, and isolating Georgia first half is a better way to to do that. I like Georgia's scripted offense better than I like their kind of ability to navigate how they handle a lead and run. You know, I don't know that they're going to be able to milk the clock, run the ball. Um, so I think, um, you know, this has a lot of the markings of like Georgia, Tennessee, uh, right? Where that, you know, Georgia came out, great scripted offense in the first half, put a big old lead and then just kind of played keep away. Um, so I think that's, I may just attack Georgia first half and skip the full game, land the points. Um, but that's, uh, that's, the decision to be made next week, I think. I like that. Georgia's laying seven in the first half. Their team total is 20 and a half, uh, which is pretty, pretty interesting there. So 
some things get worth a some some plays worth looking at. I know on Monday we're gonna have Eric Frota on the show. He's got a Ooh. big player prop I just placed for him. I won't spoil it, but it's a great player prop. I tell it as well. So we got uh, plenty of college football coverage there Monday morning leading up into the game here on NBC Sports YouTube channel. But NFL, we got coverage too, Drew. And this week is my favorite week in the NFL because it is motivation week where you could just pick your spots of teams (laughs) who are playing for something, other teams who don't care what happens to them. Um, And, you know, like I said early in the show, your boys from Pittsburgh area, it's not a show on a Thursday unless we talk the Steelers because this team, like your Green Bay Packers, streaking we talked about them at 12 to 1 the same day we talked about the packers here we are here we who thought we would have got here show me the meme from hot the hot ones uh six and one ats and on the money line the last seven games only non-cover win was to the ravens who they just got payback on uh i'm loving everything about this Steelers stretch here you want what do you think in this game are you on a side did you place anything early well if you're a Steelers faithful what has been your experience over your betting life of um, the, w- when they come out of a game that's as physical and as 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 high intensity as the Ravens game, and particularly other Ravens games of that magnitude, right? Yeah. It takes its toll. It does. Uh, and now they're going up against the Cleveland team that showed a modicum of offensive efficiency, uh, a little bit of chemistry brewing between Watson and Cooper. Um, now – you know, motivation is going to be huge here. I mean, Brown's playing for nothing other than spoiler. Um, but I like their matchups. I think this is, a, you know, this is a pretty even game. I don't know exactly why the Steelers are laying points here. Um, and, you know, ultimately, this is going to be a play for me some way, shape, or form on the Browns. Uh, but waiting to see this market mature. Looking for more clarification from the Browns coaches as to you know what type of roles, responsibilities some guys are going to have. Because ultimately, um, looking at the injury report, it looks like guys like Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney are going to go and give it a full game. But mm-hmm. uh, if that's not the case, then all of a sudden, uh, I'm not feeling super about laying it with, you know, taking the points or taking the money line with the Browns. But um, Browns playing spoiler is my angle here. Bring it. Bring it on. <laughs> we want all the smoke. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. I bet the I bet the Browns last week, all right? I knew I figured they'd beat the Commanders. Watching that game made me so irritated. Watching Deshaun Watson smile and have <laughs> such a great time when Amari Cooper makes him look so good. Uh, sure. Deshaun Watson has not had a good time at all no. as the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. He has not been impressive whatsoever. Earlier in the season when the Browns did beat the Steelers 29-17, on Thursday night football, on a short week, both teams coming off home losses. Um, that was a brown spot that we played. And Nick Chubb ran all over the Steelers in that game. Steelers remember that. It's not Mitch Trubisky and Jacoby Brissett. I get it. Kenny Pickett and Deshaun Watson. But major motivation, the Steelers are a team that really have bought into not only making the playoffs, but giving Mike Tomlin that winning record. And I think they bought into Kenny Pickett as well. I haven't bought into Kenny Pickett completely. But if he's going to be clutched like he has the past two weeks, I will buy into Kenny Pickett. Now, if this gets to three and a half, I would take the Browns because the Browns are going to go all out to play spoiler. They hate the Steelers just as much as we hate the Browns. Uh, so I, I don't, I wouldn't talk you off a three and a half, but I think the Steelers win this game for sure. And Nick Chubb, Mark Cooper, not having quite the day that they have earlier in the season. So. Okay. All right. Bring it on, Drew. We want all the smoke. I would get up and grab my terrible towel, but I do have to read this promo before we give you guys our best bets. So. It's a new season, everyone. Inaugural season of the Super Motocross World Championship Gate drops this weekend in Anaheim. Watch Eli Tomac 
Start his defensive live on Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern, USA and Peacock. You guys can watch an encore presentation too Sunday at 2 p.m. if you miss out live on NBC. Remember, all the action, 2023 live on Peacock. Get the app, download on your TV or your phones, and then catch it Sunday at Ooh. 2 on NBC. So, Drew, we've covered a lot. We talked college basketball. We talked NBA. We talked college football. We talked NFL. So now we have to talk baseball. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what's your, your best bet today or uh, for the weekend? Anything you like for the people? Favorite look? Yeah. I believe in magic. Taking the points with the uh, with the magic tonight is uh, is best best bet on the card. Only other thing in the NBA for me, as we mentioned, was Utah, uh, and looking for a live entry on the uh, on our Celtics. How about you? Yes, yes. love that. Vermont. I'm on Jason Tatum over 30 and a half. We'll call it since the 29 and a half no longer exists. Uh, I would play 31 and a half as well. And then those catamounts in Vermont, that's a pesky team. Uh, they need the home win. They got the head coach playing for the Winnings program and coach so, or pro- Winnings program. You know what I'm saying. He's going to be the winningest coach in program history. That's what we said, Drew. So make sure you guys get Vermont. Let's get Utah. Let's go to Orlando, and let's get some Jason Tatum action. Best of luck with all your guys' wagers. Don't forget to check out NBC Sports Edge for more info to help you guys out and for fantasy. Thanks, everyone, watching live on NBC Sports YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe, like, podcast for them. Do the same thing. We'll see you guys next time. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a, like a good neighbor. Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.